Hey, welcome back to Evangelion Fellowship's Testimony Tuesdays. Um, welcome our special guest, Gabriel Barrero. Gabriel, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabriel Barrero. Uh, thank you for having me here tonight. Awesome, awesome. So would you like to start off with a prayer? Yeah, sure. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, um, I ask that you may bless this opportunity, O oh Lord, and I'd like to thank you for this uh, opportunity, Lord. Thank you for this ministry. Lord, thank you for allowing me to be here sharing my testimony. Lord, most importantly, most importantly, thank you for giving me a testimony, O oh Lord, that I can partake of your blessings. And Lord, I hope that anyone that tunes in and may hear this, O oh Lord, that, that you would give them ears to hear, O oh Lord, and that they can see and um, know that they too um, should desire and want and seek to have a testimony themselves. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. All right. The floor is yours. All right. Once again, brother, thank you for having me here today. Um, so, uh, where do I start? Um, all right. So, I guess I'll start with my name once again. My name is Gabriel Barrero. I'm 26 years old. Um, I grew up in a Christian home with a Christian mom. Um, my parents were divorced, but uh, my mom and my stepdad were Christians. So, I grew up in a Christian church hearing the gospel. Um, I even said the sinner's prayer when I was about 12 years old. I remember I was at uh, Billy Granham's um, before he died, before he passed away. Uh, one of his, um, what do you call those? Um, like a crusade? Crusade? Yes, yes, something like that. Yeah. And and I was there. I heard the gospel. Um, I heard, you know, felt convicted by the Holy Spirit that I was a sinner, but, um, and, and, and I, I prayed the sinner's prayer, but unfortunately, um, things happened in my life and I didn't bear the fruit of a believer. I, I didn't look like what the Bible calls a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ. Um, and I didn't know this till later on in my life. So, uh, pretty much, um, I believe that circumstances that happen in one's life um, don't change who you are or don't make who you are. All they do is bring out who you are on the inside. It's like it's like uh, tea in a hot in a hot cup of water. The hot water doesn't make the tea; it just brings out what's inside of the tea. True. So um, so I I was actually and this is, I'm gonna share. I haven't tested. I haven't shared this with a lot of people, but. For God's glory, so I'll just go ahead and share it. Um, I was actually raped by a family relative of mine when I was younger, um, and and this was something that wasn't a one-time thing. It was something that uh, continued to happen as I grew up older and older. It was a male individual, and and I knew that the Word of God said that homosexuality was a sin. I knew this, but I was just seduced and enticed and. After after these things would happen to me, um, I started to feel very repentful. I started to feel sorrow in my heart because I knew that God did not approve of what I was doing. But the sorrow, um, I guess it was, it was something that would be called a worldly sorrow because whatever it was, it was not enough to compel me to forsake it. It wasn't enough to compel me to, to do something to change the circumstances. Although I also felt powerless, I couldn't change the circumstances, being that this individual lived with me 
I didn't know how to tell my parents. I didn't know how to get out of the circumstance. All I knew is that I enjoyed what was going on and that I hated how I felt afterwards. So I was put in a crossroad and I had to choose what was I going to do. Was I going to enjoy what the Lord said was wrong or was I going to forsake it and follow the Lord? In a very young age, I decided that I was going to indulge in my pleasures. That I was going to do what Romans talks about when it says that they suppress the truth of God. And I did that in my own life and I saw it done. I, I desired to not. It, it was crazy because after these things were happening, uh, this individual would tell me, look, just pray, um, pray, pray to God, repent. And, read, and, and we would read the scriptures, and, and I would feel better. But then it was a repetitive cycle, day on and day, day in and day out, same thing. So I got tired of feeling remorseful. I felt tired of feeling guilty. So I wanted to silence God's voice in my life. I wanted to silence that conviction. I wanted to sear my conscience so that I can indulge in my pleasure, in, in, in my sin, and not feel guilty. And that's the crazy thing about guilt. See, see guilt is, is not something that you just feel. Whether you feel guilty or not, we're guilty. And this is part of my testimony that some people could relate to and others can't dealing with homosexuality. But one thing that we can all relate to is that we're all guilty in front of God, yeah. whether it be by by homosexuality or whether it may be by lying, cursing, stealing. We're just simply failing to do the very first thing that God commands us to do, and it's to love him with all our soul, strength, and mind. There hasn't been a moment in my life where I ever loved him with all that is in me. Mm -hmm. And so, so shortly, uh, so, so life progressed, things kept going on. Um, and as sin is a master that is cruel and evil, I served it for many years and received nothing but condemnation and just just miserable as as much as i had a facade of happiness on instagram facebook and all that um there was no true joy contentment in my in my heart and in my life um and i just continued going spiraling down and down i was i was uh, i prostituted myself at a certain point um i was in like gay bars i lived a two uh, a two two lives no one knew like a lot of my family a lot of my friends no one knew what was going on in my life but I was mixed with heavy drugs uh, and I just kept on I was so selfish I did not care about God's will I didn't care about what God wanted I hated him all I wanted was myself and 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 whatever fi filled my stomach whatever pleased me and for this I deserve God's wrath and so um you know I got uh one night um one night I fell asleep. Um, I was, it was three o'clock in the morning. I was working um, in a gay bar. I was a stripper at a gay bar and I was working there and I, I didn't, I would, I didn't drink too much that night. It was like three in the morning. I didn't feel like intoxicated. I felt fine like being able to drive home. So I went ahead and I drove home and by God's grace, um, I fell asleep driving home. And you, I know you might say like, by God's grace, what do you mean? You could have died. Well, if it wasn't for this night, I don't think I would have ever known the Lord. So I fell asleep behind the wheel and I crashed my car, totaled my car, and I didn't have a scratch on me. I was totally fine, but my life took a whole turn that night. Um, 
so I, I got arrested uh, and, and all of that stuff. And then an old friend of mine who had just known the Lord, this was like a, a ex-girlfriend of mine that actually done damage in my life um, when I was younger. Um, she had just came to know the Lord and he changed her heart. And when he did that to her, she desired to mend wrongs in which she had done when she was uh, when, when she was lost. So she came to me wanting to apologize for any wrong that she's done to me. And I've never been someone to hold grudges or anything. So I invited her right in and I said, oh, yeah, you know, no problem. Like, of course, like, that's fine. That was so long ago um, and, whatnot, and whatever. So we just um, went out for coffee and we just talking and. And, you know, I shared a lot of stuff with her and, and she knew, she saw that I was hurting and, and whatnot. And she, she said, you know, um, you really need God. You know, what mm -hmm. you need in your life is God. And she was like, uh, she's like, uh, you know, you should, you should come, um, come visit my church sometime. And I was just like, uh, yeah, sure. Like, why not? I haven't been to church in forever. It was years. So a little while after, you know, I went to visit her church. And when I stepped foot inside of that church, um, they began to praise and began to, you know, sing worship to God. And instantly, right there and then, uh, I just started, like, bawling out in tears because mm -hmm. I remember myself. I saw myself as a young child, 12 years old, um, singing for God, going to church and, and everything. And then I remembered how I, I, I forsook him, how I just I just walked away. I, did, I didn't want him, I, how he's been, like, just, you know, blessing me. He's, so many times I should have died in my life, but in his providence and his grace, he never allowed me to die lost. You know, he desired to um, show mercy on me, forbearance, um, willing that I would come home to him. Amen. And and I, I felt doomed that because I knew that because of my lifestyle, because of my rejection of him, I would, I would deserve hell. I knew in that moment, if I was to be judged by God, I would rightly be condemned to hell um, for eternity. But very quickly, my sorrow came to joy because I knew the gospel already. I had grown up with the gospel. I knew that Jesus Christ came and lived and died for sinners like me, that I can be reconciled to God, that all I had to do was repent of my sin. That I had to just do what I failed to do when I was 12 years old that I had to choose God, choose Christ over my sin. That if I let go of my sin and had, and had faith in Christ, that I could be forgiven because he died on the cross for my sin. Amen. He had no sin, but died for sin. And I have so much sin. So I, so I knew that, that I had hope. I knew that there was hope. So I just began to pray to the Lord and I asked him, I was like, Lord, Please help me let go of my sin. I, I can't do it on my own. Um, you know, I, I had a girlfriend at the time and, you know, we would we would have um, uh, sexual relationships. And I knew that 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 was not in God's uh, will for me to be doing that. So I prayed that he would just separate the separate me from the world that he would just take a, away um, all my sinful desires that he would help me follow him. And God is so merciful and he's so faithful that it, that is exactly what he did. Uh, one, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Ezekiel, um, I believe, 36, 26, uh, when the Lord speaks about how he will put um, his spirit in us yep. and that he would take out the, uh, our heart of flesh and uh, a stone and give us a heart of flesh. And, and he would do that 
for what? So that we can follow his commandments. And that shows that before him doing that, I cannot follow his commandments. Yeah. And and so he did that work in my heart because all the things I once loved, I began to hate. And all the things I once hated, I began to love. See, I used to I, I was smoking weed um for like 10 years of my life every single day. I, I could never see myself not smoking a day in my life. I saw myself being old with my kids, grandkids smoking. Not not with them, but myself. And that's really in my in my heart and in my mind, that's what I thought my future was gonna be. And um of my own power, I could never really stop. And God God changed my heart and I didn't desire it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um homosexual relationships I didn't desire anymore. And just be even even um what I believe is heterosexual is when it's uh, female to male, even those um I began to to even though I desired it, I, I began to desire purity more. I I I began to desire to be faithful to God. You know, um, masturbation. I was heavily addicted to that, as I know many people are, and I began to not want to do these things. And I and I knew in that moment, I was like, "Whoa, God is real. Whoa, God loves me. God has mercy." Because only God could do that in my life. Um, because I was such a slave to my sin. I was such a slave to my to my passion. But the word says, you know who the sun sets free is free indeed. Amen. Amen. He has set me free, brothers. And and I just I just want other people to experience this freedom. And you know, um the apostle calls himself a bond servant, right? And and in my Instagram and, and in my I call myself a bond servant as well because now I'm a slave to Christ. I'm a slave to the cross. Amen. And it's like we're set free so that we can serve him. You know right. and we're set free that that we can now be under Christ and no longer under sin. Exactly. And, and unlike sin, he is good, you know. And unlike sin, he actually cares for me and loves me. So I am glad to be a servant to a master like Jesus Christ. Amen. And and that's pretty that's pretty much my my own my testimony. And I hope and I pray that that may be a blessing to whoever hears it. And that the Lord will work mightily and graciously in their lives as well. Right. So, wow. I'm sorry. I, I have a quick question for you, brother. Uh, so, so like, so since you have uh, surrendered your life to Christ, what, where do you see uh, the Lord working on you now? As far as like, um, where has your life turned? What, what are you doing now for the Lord, opposed to you know the lifestyle that you lived previously to? knowing the Lord. Yeah, so I've been saved for two years now. So I'm 26 years old, um, and I've been saved uh, when I, I was saved when I was 24. And now um, what he's been doing in my heart, in my life, he's working in me every single day, um, just molding me into into an uh, image bearer of Christ. Right. And, you know, through, through pride, through um, dependence, you know, how, how much we need him every single day. And now my heart, um, we've spoken about this before, and, and my heart is really for the ministry. I would love to um, be able to be a pastor one day and give the word of God and, and lead his congregation into a faithful lifestyle um, and to know the Lord more, just to know God, uh, the true 
um, God, the true living God, Amen. and know him through the word that he has given us because he's given us his word for a reason. And, and so just to cut out any philosophy, come out, cut out any imagination and just fully depend on his word to, to know him. You know, right. um, that, that's been my, that's been the burden in my heart because I know there's a lot of congregations that, that unfortunately are not being led by the word of God, but are, are being led by tradition and, and philosophies um, and ideologies that aren't really biblical. So that's really been um, my my heart. But, um, you know, I, I got a long way to go. Um, you know, it's, it's only been two years. And just that every single day in his mercy has been a blessing. Uh, I've been congregated to a church. It's a West Hills Baptist Church um, in Huntington, Long Island. Um, that's where I'm a member. Recently been a, a member there for about a year now. And um, they're such a great church truly biblical faithful church and has been a blessing to my life and and the lord really has took away um all all previous um attachments that i've had before like all my friends like um for for the first six months of my life walking with the lord i was alone i was alone i didn't all my friends i couldn't relate to them anymore their their conversations everything it just it just was different i couldn't I, I had a new heart now so i couldn't really um be around certain things at that moment and um and and i thought i was gonna be alone for a long time i didn't think that the world had any other people who it was uh related to me besides my mother um because every every everyone i saw even the professing christians that i saw um didn't really walk with the lord so that was that was the beginning then i prayed for a family i prayed um, you know, for for friends, for brothers and sisters in Christ, and 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 I saw what the word says. You know that no one who forsakes the Lord, uh, uh, no, not forsakes the Lord. No one who um, forsakes, I, what is it, brother, uh, brother, sister, house, or whatever, will not receive tenfold in this time. Um, I believe in one of the gospels it says that. But um, I saw that in my life because even though everything was left behind the lord has given me all that back like I, now I, I know you guys um all the congregation at my church like i truly have a family now um and i and and i have a beautiful girlfriend who you know serves the lord as well so the lord has really gave me tenfold back and i'm truly grateful for that so that's that's what the lord's been doing in my life right amen praise the lord amen so brother, yeah, brother Cole, you had anything for him? Oh no! Praise God for that testimony. You know, Revelation talks about how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Right, Amen. Amen, brothers. Praise the Lord. Only, only Christ. Only the love of Christ um, on the cross would could ever could ever do something like that. And um, yeah, yeah. If, you, if 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 anyone who's tuning in that, um, does not know about what Christ has done, I just want you guys to know that you know Jesus Christ came and lived. You know, being God Almighty, he he left the throne. He he left being sat at the right hand of the Father to come in in, in incarnation, human to to endure everything that we endure. You know, he had no reason to do that besides one, which was love. You know. He, he looked upon us with mercy and compassion and he loved um, the father enough 
to um, die for those who who the Father gave him, you know, and um, I we no longer have to experience the wrath of God for our sins, you know, because Christ said it is finished. He died on the cross and res- resurrected. He resurrected to vindicate that, to prove that every single word that came out of his mouth was real and that he is the living God. So put your trust in him, put your faith in him, and nothing else in this world will give you happiness, joy, and peace with God, which is the thing that we need the most is peace with God because we are all guilty and we're all at war with him. So put your trust in Christ, brothers. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Amen. And four verses later, it says, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who mm. knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. So God doesn't get anything from our salvation. It's a free gift that he offers to all that humble themselves and acknowledge that they can't earn salvation. Nothing they can do. No amount of church going or praying can save them. Only the finished work the cross can save them. Amen. So I'm just going to end up in prayer. And then you guys can say whatever you want. And then we can call it a day. So Father, we come before you and we thank you that you would give us the honor and privilege to even come before you. Oh Lord, our rock and redeemer. We know that we deserve hell, but that Christ bore our sin on his own body on that tree. And then he suffered the wrath of God that we deserved on our behalf so that we may be redeemed, saved, sanctified, and glorified by the grace of Almighty God. So I pray that anyone who hears this will truly see how God can truly take a sinner like us and make us new creatures completely from being in rebellion against God to being children of the Most High God on the basis of what Christ is on the cross. So we just thank you and we praise you. And we just say that not our will, but thine will be done in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Once again, brother, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I pray that the Lord may continue to bless you guys. Amen. Right. Amen. God bless you too, brother. And thank you for your courage to uh, share your testimony. Praise to Jesus Christ. Right. You know, it's powerful. <laughs> All right. Peace be with you.